welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Well, before we start, I just would like to remind you that today is going to be a call-in show. So just in case you didn't write down the number and you're thinking about giving us a call, to give you a little reading, the number is one 346 9141 Well, today we have a fun and illuminating topic to explore. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you all know that you have an aura. Everyone does. But what exactly is an aura and why does everyone have one? So our topic for the show is Your Aura Speaks, Your Creative Self-Expression. On a basic technical level, you can say that your aura is the electromagnetic field of energy that surrounds your body in layers of colors. But how do all the colors that clairvoyants have seen around every person and around animals and all types of Life forms end up being layers of colors around each of us and each of them. First and foremost, we often remind everyone that we are not our bodies. We are each spirit and we have a body made up of all kinds of energy and energies and functions that we incarnate into from the birth of the body until it's time for us to return to the spirit realms, and the physical body dies. The spirit that we are is essentially light and awareness. We call the, what we call the body is a sophisticated energy form with many levels of functions. As a whole unit, it acts much like a prison, prism, not prison, prism, some people think <laughs> incarnation is a prison. Well, that's another topic for another time, isn't it? It acts much like a prism to the light of spirit that we are. As the light of our spirit shines through this prism-like body, just like a prism breaks up the white light that enters into its seven distinct bands or wavelengths of colors, the cells and more subtle energetic components of our energetic bodies reflect and refract our light and what entered as a bright white light shows up around the body as seven bands made up of various colors. Unlike the simple prism that breaks up light into seven bands of single colors, each of our aura layers can consist of multiple colors. Your aura is part of you, creatively expressing yourself. No matter where you go or who you might be with, you are continuously expressing who you are, where you are coming from, what you like, the state of your beingness, and everything else you can imagine that you're experiencing in life. 
you can say that your aura never lies. As we've mentioned when we started this season of our show, we chose our theme to be psychic communication. Your aura is totally about psychic communication. Every moment, night and day, whether you are asleep or awake, you are psychically communicating to everyone and all of life all about yourself. Didn't know you were so chatty, did you? This is part of the reason that is so important for everyone to learn about their auras and to learn how to look and discover what everyone else is saying all of the time. I think I would be pretty conservative in saying that what most people actually say verbally is about 2% of everything that they're actually saying. Of course, I'm sure you know some people who rarely say anything, even if you prod them to speak up. But that's why many of you listening to this show may have had experiences in which you know a lot about what's going on with the person you're concerned about, even if that person keeps saying to you that everything is fine. One way or another, you are reading some part of that person's aura and getting a lot more information than what they're saying out loud. In fact, you may have had the great fortune of meeting someone who seemed to know so much more about you than you did yourself. That person just was able to read your aura in some way that gave him or her the access to what you are saying as the soul that you are. Well, I saw auras since I was a little kid, but it wasn't until I was, what, 20 years old that I found people who could hear what I was saying to them about their auras. Of course, a big part of that was that as a child, I didn't have enough life experience, the wisdom that goes with that, and the vocabulary to be able to successfully communicate with others about what I was seeing about their lives and about themselves in their auras. I couldn't even get past trying to describe what I was looking at. Those that I did try to talk to about auras didn't understand what I called colored clouds around them. Of course, when we're little children, we're good at keeping things simple and to the point. People's auras look like multicolored clouds to me, and they still do. (laughs) Okay, I just don't call them uh, colored clouds anymore. (laughs) The seven distinct bandwidths of the human aura starts right at the skin of the physical body as the first layer, and then continues to radiate out further away from the body surface. The seventh layer is the outermost layer around the body, but vibrationally, it's the highest vibration of those seven layers and the innermost band of consciousness. Each of the layers are distinct layers in that they don't overlap in frequencies. They're a little bit like the different physiological systems of the physical body, such as the circulatory system and the nervous system. They exist as complete units in themselves that coordinate with the other complete systems. One layer of the aura is like a whole system to itself, but it's, it coordinates with all the other six systems. That's why in a person who's quite healthy in every level of their life and consciousness, each layer is distinct, and the colors or energies in one layer don't mix and mingle with the colors in the other layers. If that type of mixing shows up in a person's aura, it means that some part of that aura is torn and that the creative energies of one layer 
is leaking into another layer. And eventually, that would cause quite a bit of trouble. In terms of the numbers of colors in a person's aura, across the whole human population of this planet at this time, the great majority of human beings probably express an average of four to six different colors in their auras. If a human being shows only three colors in his or her aura, that person's most likely in some kind of an institution or living in the wild more like a wild animal. They wouldn't be a soul that would be capable of getting along with others in a society. When you see a human being showing seven or more different colors in his or her aura, you're looking at a soul that's much further along on the path and has attained more of their awareness and um, creativity than the average human. I've told the story of my experience in Egypt in which a homeless man in rags was shouting something in Arabic over and over while pointing at all of us in two tour buses. We were a group of 81 clairvoyant healers. Yeah. (laughs) What I finally got out of our most reluctant tour guide was that he was repeating, you're all green, you're all green. Our poor tour guide thought I was nuts. But every one of us in those two buses knew exactly what he was saying. My only regret at that time was that I couldn't hold up the bus and have our tour guide be our interpreter so that I could have a conversation with that man. He was a cast off of society as a loony, homeless man, but part of how he got that way is because he was clairvoyant. But like I was as a child, he didn't know how to communicate with people who didn't see as he saw things without sounding like a crazy man. Most of my students have heard me many times as I walk up to total strangers and say exactly, what that homeless guy in Egypt was saying to us. You're all green. (laughs) I even said that when I was a kid, I liked green people. And green people tended to like me and seek me out, even to this day. Why was the Egyptian man so taken by two busloads of green people like us? Well, it was rare for him to see even one person walking around where he was with the kind of green energy that all 80, 80, 81 of us had plenty of on those two buses. He couldn't believe that there could be that many people all together who look like that together when, when even seeing one person with that much of the kind of green in the aura was a sight for him to behold. Well, what kind of green was that? It was a particular level of green that's the color of Uh, layer in our aura that turns into, um, temporarily it turns into that color. And that means that they're going through a fundamental change and growing. It's not just changing your mind about something or changing how you feel about something, but it happens when we make a fundamental change in some essential aspect of our lives and who we are. It's the color of our profound spiritual growth and the change in awareness an energy level that accompanies that kind of growth. Well, depending on what layer of the aura that growth green shows up in in any of us, it tells us in what area of your life, being, and consciousness you're going through a big change. And that kind of green shows up in an aura. We say that the person's in a growth period. When that happens, 
the person often experiences his or her life in an uproar, during which he or she may not be able to tell up from down or make a decision about anything. Or the person going through such a period of intense growth may feel tired for no reason at all for a while, in a way similar to a strong, healthy teenager temporarily might not be able to get off of the couch to do a simple task when he or she is going through a huge physical growth spurt. But this kind of growth that we're talking about is inner growth. It requires a lot of your energy that you normally have to do other things with. But this is, you know, we, we've got a lot of callers calling in. <laughs> so we can get going on taking some of the calls. Raphael, you want to? Sure. Um, and before I uh, call on somebody, I do want to mention that there's still a likely chance you could get in if you want to give us a call. You'll be put on hold. one 346 9141 and, uh, you know, try and get in. I would like to call on Dolores from Los Angeles. Hi, Dolores. Yes, hello. Hi. Hi there. Hi. Hello. So, Dolores, um, today we're, we're looking at people's auras and, and giving a little uh, short reading on the colors, some of the one or two of the colors in your aura. Uh, would you like that? And, uh, uh, yes. <laughs> the first thing, when, when I look at you, right off the bat, as soon as you said hello and, and you came on to the uh, thing, the show, the first color I see around you is, uh, oh, this is the, one of the difficulties of, uh, the, how do you describe the color if it's not a you know, primary color? <laughs> but I'd say it's on the, on the magenta-ish type of a color. It's a kind of a rosy magenta color. And it's, it's mm-hmm. in the second layer of your aura. So it's not right in the first layer, but it's right in the second layer. And it's fairly prominent in you because you have a lot of this vibration. And this vibration of this magenta rose color is one of, uh, it's, it's one of feeling you, you have a lot of um, uh, affinity. You, you, like, you like a lot of things. And you like to feel like... Um, uh, the peacefulness of nature and and with children, the the feeling of closeness of unity, those kinds of things are very important in your everyday kind of a life, and and there's also uh, the go between going between. Okay, how do you how do you be spiritual? And be spiritually aware at the same time, be active and participating in everyday physical life with people and and in relationship to different kinds of people. And as you're relating to each other person, one of the things is you have this love of spirit and, and you have many lifetimes in which which you've been very close, you know, God is central to your experience of life. Yet, a lot of times, the people you interact with, you come uh, into con- 
encounters with in, in regular everyday life are not like that. And there's a part of you that really wants to communicate with people on a very spiritual level. But if the other person isn't that interested or even doesn't want to communicate too much on that spiritual level, what do you do? And so that's that's one of the things that you've been working out uh, in your life lessons over a long period of time, many lifetimes. And a lot of what you do, you're a healer and you're also a mentor and a teacher to other people, other souls. But often you don't put yourself in the position of being officially like a teacher or, or a healer. Uh, this lifetime, you're more leaning in that direction but a lot of the healing and a lot of the teaching you do with people are in personal relationships in the way you relate to each person and in the way you communicate with each person so you've had to be creative and imaginative how do you do what you're really here to do as a healer and a teacher and of spirit but with people who are not necessarily ready to just sit down and says, okay, teach me, or, or I want to learn more about what this is all about. You do it more through practical communication and by interweaving the wisdom you've gained through your uh, lifetime and life experiences into your communication with that person. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so so you're doing a great job with all of that. All right, and I just wanted to add a real quick ob- observation since we're about to go on our break here, and that is um, I see orange in your uh, sixth layer, which is uh, you're doing an overhaul in your certainty about what you see as truth. It looks like somebody very much disappointed you when you knew they were going to and they said they weren't, and um, it turned out you were right. And what I'm seeing is you're starting to gain more certainty in your uh, ability to see. So there you have it. <laughs> Thank you. You're very right. welcome. Thank you for calling, Dolores. Yes. Well, we're coming up on our first break, and this is when we give our little commercials <laughs> about what we do. We're offering a fun new teleclass Saturday, de- December 12th. That's this Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. This one is on creating recreation energy work for R&R and fun, which is part of our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think series, and anyone can join us. We welcome you to join us, in fact, in creating more R&R and fun in your life. You'll learn how to do psychic energy work on your rest, renewal, and recreation space to help you with a happier, more successful, and fulfilled you. For all the details and to sign up, go to our go to our December events calendar section on our website, MichaelTamura.com. That's T-A-M-U-R-A, MichaelTamura.com, or call our office and speak with our wonderful assistant Noel at 530-926-2650 during normal business hours Pacific time, Monday to Friday. We'll return in just a couple of minutes to give you more readings on what your aura is saying. Call us at 1-888-346-9141. We'll be right back. Be 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. We are giving quick aura readings on our callers today for today's topic, Your Aura Speaks. Your Creative Self-Expression. And I'll give you the phone number again. Don't be shy. 1-888-346-9141. I would like to call on Jennifer in Santa Rosa. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. Hello there. Yeah. How are you? Hey. I'm doing all right. Really happy to hear your voices. Yay. <laughs> okay, so Yay. you want to know a couple of your aura colors? Uh, let's see yeah. here. Yeah, well, first and foremost, right over the top of your head, the, you know, there's a lot of gold energy. And that gold energy is one of, well, the energy of Christ, the energy of uh, the whole of life, life united, life as a harmonious whole. and And a lot of uh, intuitive knowingness about what life is about and what you're doing here. But there's also an area where translating that down here into you know regular language and, and communicating about it, that's one of the things that you've been working on a lot through, throughout your whole life. From the time you're a child, just really starting to go, how do I talk about and, and, and talk to people about what I know intuitively. And one of the things that I see you gaining more and more in the re- more recent years is having a lot more certainty in your own intuition and not just on you know practical things that when you go, oh yeah, this is what I know and you act on it and then it turns out to be true or things like that, that you can get a little you know more direct validation. But in more things that 
are close to your heart, things that you know within yourself, and it's important for you in terms of communicating with other people, especially those that are closest to you, about what's most important to you in life. And how do you communicate that with the people around you? And uh, that's that's been one of your lessons in life to, again, use creativity and imagination to find out ways of, oh, with this person I can communicate in this way. I can give examples. I can give analogies. But I don't have to directly say, hey, this is what it's all about. And then uh, as you start to own that space for yourself of having this to communicate to others, then you start to fulfill more of your purpose for being here of guiding people on their spiritual paths. And that's, oh, what kind of work do you do? I'm a, a teacher, uh, mainly teach music. Um, ah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, you're, you're meant to be a teacher, anything to teach. <laughs> and so, yeah. but music is, is great to teach for you because, you know, it's, it helps people. Music always helps people to get closer to spirit. And you can you can interpret things on a musical level. But there's a lot of people, too, who are not that interested in learning music, but they are also coming to you for healing and for communication and teaching that you offer them. So this is the big area of, of teaching that uh, you're starting to bring in a lot more. And so have you noticed in the last year or so your teaching has changed a lot? even if you're teaching the same material? Yes, definitely. It's going to change even definitely. more in the coming year. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're expanding your repertoire and you're going way deeper. Yeah. And you're, yeah. with your music students, you're using the music classroom or music teaching space to, to bring, you're guiding them more uh, in in terms of life direction and and what they need to have in order to go, you know, follow their real path, and uh, and then people who come to you who are not interested in music, you're finding different ways where you can create a space where you can teach them. Some people who are ready to be taught, you can just say, "Here, let me teach you. Let me show you," but. Other people who are not quite ready to be taught, uh, but what you have to offer them is is uh, instruction in, in many ways of how to follow their spiritual path, how to follow their in, inner intuition. And so your intuitive levels are getting much stronger, or let me put it this way, your certainty in your intuition is getting a lot stronger. Your intuition has been strong all throughout. It's always been there. Mm. Hi there. I'd like yeah, to add to what Michael too. said. You're yeah. welcome. Uh, one of the things I noticed, Jennifer, is that um, you have a, a sprinkling of golden energy right around the outer layer and just a little outside of your uh, seventh layer, which is the furthest out from your body and the finest layer. And so I was going, what's that? And I'm tracing it back to um, some special angelic help that you have called in in the last six months to guide you through a particular uh, level of your own inner growth, as well as 
um, kind of expanding things for for you as a teacher. Perhaps this has to do with the shutdown and the pandemic and your worries about not being able to do what you do. Um, but you definitely have the help there, and and you're having it. Michael was talking about um, getting your intuition up a notch or two, and that's part of what's happening here. And another color that's really prominent in the fifth layer of your aura, uh, Jennifer, is this blue. It's a very a little bit like sky blue. It's it's powdery blue, but it's it's a very strong big uh, part of your expression makeup and this has to do with your teaching it has to do with your music but it really has to do with a part of your mm, beingness that is tremendously sensitive and that's part of what drew you uh, repeatedly into music is because when you're playing music or even just listening to music it allows, it's like a, a soothing to this part of your being, your, who you are. And it's something that it's hard for you to experience in relationship, especially to other human beings that tend to be kind of rough <laughs> vibrationally. And, <laughs> and there's this part of you that's, that's just always seeking, God, how do I experience this, this peace that I know is there? And you might call it peace, you might call it harmony, but it's on a high level of spirit. And, and so in this world, in the everyday world and in everyday interactions with people, a lot of people don't go there. They don't have that naturally very, you know, right there. And so this is the space that actually hurts uh, a lot of times you might experience it as it's almost like physically it hurts, but but it's sometimes you might experience it as as too loud or or too rough or too raw or something like that. But it's it's because this part of you is incredibly aware. Sensitivity is awareness. The more aware you are, the more sensitive. But also, the more sensitive you are, the more powerful. And yet. When you're this sensitive, sometimes you might feel weak because you feel more vulnerable. You you tend to get hurt so much more easily than other people who the same kind of experience just bounces off of their thick skin. But in your case, uh, this area doesn't have that thick skin, which is great because that allows you to be that much more aware. So you're really tuned in, especially to the students, to people you teach and people you care about. You're so tuned in on this most highly sensitive aspect of you. And and it it's not on the same level of feeling like on the physical sensation type feeling, but it's a feeling level on a very high spiritual level. So you you're literally touching people's auras on a high level and seeing what kind of feedback you get. And a lot of times the feedback is you expect it to be on the same level as you, but it's not. And when it's not, it it's not comfortable at the very least. And sometimes it's almost painful, even though you can't put your finger on, on that pain. And so then this is a part of you that you're starting to get back to heal yourself about in terms of trust. Because where this part has been 
hurt the most is in relationship with people and you got close and and you trusted them and the trust got betrayed in some ways and you don't you didn't know what to do about that and because you thought some of it was really your problem but it's not it's just when someone isn't able to have what it is you're giving them they're going to sooner or later they're going to reject the whole thing <laughs> Uh, so yes, you you got to laugh a little bit. You got to be uh, have yeah. a little amusement and go. Okay, maybe that's not a problem I have to solve for somebody else. They just couldn't have it, and that's okay. Yeah, and yeah. and being able to let go and move on. Great. Well, Jennifer, Great. Michael just said a lot Thank to you. you. So, uh, if you want to hear it again, be sure to pick up the recording in our archives yeah. after the show is over. About an hour. If you'd like. All right. I will. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. welcome. All right. I'd like to call on Nancy in Santa Rosa. Hi, Nancy. Hi. Hi, you guys. I just want to say, Jennifer in Santa Rosa, you rock. (laughs) (laughs) You know? I mean, what a lovely spiritual journey. I just, wow. Yes. So, Nancy. You want to have a couple of your colors? (laughs) Yes, please. Okay. So, uh well, in your case, there's all all kinds of things going on. And there's colors that are starting to shine more, radiate from within you. And there's colors that are leaving. And and in your case, the colors that are leaving are these... uh, a little bit starting where where we left off with with Jennifer actually, and that's part of where you noticed the little sync uh, and matching with her because you have had uh, about three major dings in your life yeah. uh, around your your um, sense of uh, affinity and and being with uh, those you felt you were with that were. Old soul friends, you know, you, you you feel kinship and you know them. And then next thing, all of a sudden, they get upset or out of seemingly out of nowhere and they turn on you and then you go, whoa, <laughs> I'm I'm like the shish kebab with the skewer going through my heart and, and <laughs> stuck into the wall. And I'm, you know, flapping my arms and legs and going, hey, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> so you've been right. in the last, especially the last about three years, you've been intensely healing yourself on this level. And you might have even experienced it as as heartaches and pain even almost on a physical level because that's where you kept that skewered <laughs> energy <laughs> which isn't yours that kind of the kind of a blood red energy that's coming off of your uh, center of your chest area is is the energy of anger and frustration of another person and there's i i see about three different people that had a similar kind of a situation with you in different types of relationships and throughout you know, over your life. And uh, each time it's been a big wallop. And now you're starting to relax a little bit more. You're starting to go, you know what? I, I'm not that bad person that that person, you know, uh, accused me of being or, or blamed me for or whatever. And starting to 
let yourself off of that hook because the hook wasn't even your hook. <laughs> it was somebody else's hook. <laughs> and so, so as you're starting to heal that part, the new energy that's starting to show up, it's, it's an energy that's been within you and, and part of you for a long time, is a similar, that goal that I described with Jennifer at the very beginning, yours is centered around your heart center. And it's the energy that's, that's of the Christ. And, and it's the energy of wholeness energy of being undivided and and this is what you're starting to have more and more within you you're restoring to yourself that sense of deserving the sense of worth where intellectually you always knew you deserved you 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 know you're worth a lot but on a experiential level on a feeling level in your heart it's like Mm, but you can't have that, you know. You, you ultimately, no, you don't deserve that because, 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 and and the becauses all seem to have some good reason from the past that you messed up. But actually, no. Again, similar situation. The mess up or what you blamed yourself for, as as sometimes unforgivable. It's, it's not that you don't have too much trouble forgiving somebody else, but you, you do, you're much harder on yourself. And so as you, you put yourself on other people's hooks, <laughs> other people's crosses, so to speak, well, now it's time to, to get yourself off of there and fully and, and really celebrate not just your worth, but celebrate by appreciating, wow. Notice the first thing you said was you you put a uh, shout out to Nancy, I mean to uh, Jennifer in Santa Rosa because you were so uh, delighted to see her and experience her energy and the communication and everything. But that's what you need to do with yourself as well, and and it's you're you're right on the cusp of that. You're just really coming out of this almost like a dark night of the soul. period of challenges and difficulties and and that kind of challenges that feel like okay just as you're getting up you get another wave comes and slams you down and hey how fair is that <laughs> what did i do to deserve this and and so there's that alternating uh dialogue that's been going on of you know i don't deserve this type of uh having to go through this at the same time on the other hand there's yeah you know uh, i don't deserve to have this life of grace and and just ease and everything just happens magically and and opens up and and especially in relationships with people and part of this is also because you have this very deep uh love of relationships you're 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 you thrive on the relationships you have and because you're a healer and you're a healer in especially where it comes to relationships you heal people's relationship space so that they too can have the kind of relationships that you find it to be normal natural but that's why you attract a lot of people who are relationship challenged. <laughs> and you've tried to solve problems many times. 
Yes, you are a wonderful healer. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt this, but our second break is coming right up. So just hang in there, Nancy. We'll see if we have any final words for you. Uh, remember, Great. if you Thank like, you. yes, you're welcome. Uh, if you'd like to get on the show and ask and have your aura colors read, the number is one eight 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 three four six nine one four one. See you in a couple of minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award winning book by Michael J. Tamora, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Listening to Living the Miracle, Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1 888 346 9141. Again, that's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's great to have you back. We've been exploring your aura speaks. Your creative self-expression by giving callers a quick reading on a couple of the colors in their auras and what they tell us about them. Give us a call at 1-888-346-9141 if you'd like to find out what your aura colors may be saying. So we wanted to finish up with Nancy since we so rudely interrupted her with our commercial break. <laughs> it wasn't so rude, actually. Um, Nancy, I just wanted to throw in there um, that I see on your third layer um, is a brilliant orange color. And this can be, orange is different for different people. And what I'm seeing is a combination of things here for you. And that is um, you're a very huge giver. I think Michael might have mentioned that somewhere in his uh, chat about what he was seeing. And um, you, I always see this particular orange, especially for someone like you, as the color of giving comfort, you know, someone who gives comfort in any way they can to other people. And the only thing that I see that's kind of holding you up here is sometimes you uh, give more than, than you have in your space to give and, and it drains you out. So um, it's very important for you to just monitor that and make sure that if you've overgiven to someone that you take a break, you refresh, 
you know, we would say fill up with a gold sun of your own energy or even take a walk, um, eat some very healthy food, something like that uh, to replenish yourself before you go on to solving the next person's problem. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, very much so. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank, Thank you, for, you calling. for calling in. Hang hang with us. Thank and, you. Um, I'm sure we have some some other interesting people coming up here. I would like to call on Sholanda, one of our regular callers in Washington State. Hi, Sholanda. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Oh, there, there you is. are. Good morning. Hey. <laughs> yes. And Sholanda. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to have somebody who's, you know, I talked about green people in my life, and there you are. (laughs) (laughs) You're one of the greenest ones. (laughs) Definitely. You're perpetually perpetually green, and right now, there's a lot, a ton of green of that type I was talking about earlier in the show, Uh, the growth green. (laughs) It's it's like this uh, deep, jungly, uh, deep forest (laughs) green that sits right over your head. The crown chakra is a big part of it is all covered in green. And again, this is a not a permanent color. Well, in you, it seems permanent because every time we see you, <laughs> there's You're a different green. part of your, your aura that's green. <laughs> you must be a growth junkie. <laughs> you, you don't want to stop growing. You want to keep growing and learning and, and expanding. And that's what you're doing all the time. And sometimes... Uh, you you go about your growth willingly and happily. It says, "Yeah, bring it on, give it to me." And other times, you you go on your uh, growth, kicking and screaming, says, "No, not that." Well, this one is a mixture. It's you're growing by leaps and bounds in your uh, intuitive knowingness, the, your ability to just sit and know, without explanation, without knowing how you know, why you know, any of that stuff that. In the past, you've had to come up with to prove to other people that you know what you're talking about. But now, it's you know you know. You don't know exactly how you know, but you know it. And if whenever you follow that knowing, it really works out for you. Sometimes it doesn't look like it works out right at the very immediately. But sooner or later, it comes around and you realize, oh, good thing. I, I stuck with what I knew to be true, and it, it turned out to be of benefit down the line. And uh, uh, whereas in the past, in your upbringing and everything, you couldn't just know things. You had to explain and, and you know, argue and defend oh, <clears throat> what you know before and, and convince people that you really know what you know. And how people wanted to be convinced is is that, they had to have proof, you know, okay, where's the evidence and, and what leads you to know this and how come you know that? Nah, on and on. And before you try to accommodate that, but that never goes well because this level of intuitive knowing doesn't work on an intellectual level. It doesn't work by following a logical sequence of events or, or statistics or, you know, facts and figures and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes you can collect those to to validate some of it, but generally you can't. And it's too big. Your knowingness is so far bigger than anything linear because it happens from a place 
of spirit, which is a space of limitless and timelessness. And so everything's instant. It's all there. And this level, this next level of growth that you're going through with that ability is really sticking to your guns and and without having to defend yourself, without having to prove it, uh, and really letting go of having to prove yourself to anyone because anyone who insists that you prove yourself to them, well, they're not going to let you prove it anyway, except under their terms, which makes you change whatever it is that you're, you're saying and doing to be under their control. And that's the very thing you wanted to avoid is is not be allow them to invalidate you in the past. But now you go, well forget it. You know, if you don't if you don't like it, you don't have to follow this. You don't have to even listen to me. Uh, I just know what I know. And you go on your merry way. So congratulations on that. And you're you're still practicing that so that yeah. it there's no residual burn, you know, when somebody just goes <laughs> and uh, so that's that's a major thing that's happening in your life and also there's there's this big uh, yellow layer that's one of uh, Shalanda do you teach something uh, I teach uh, indirectly yes I'm a, a natural teacher I guess uh huh yeah you're definitely a natural teacher but this part is like uh, what would you call it, academic teacher, uh, uh, a scholastic teacher, and you have this part in you that is likes to, you know, it's it's you'd be very good as a lecturer in college or something like that and giving a, a lecture and standing up in front and talking about, you know, some subject matter that you're fond of and, and you have expertise in. But this part, you're, you're working the two things together so that how do you get, you know, uh, have your intuitive knowingness and then put it in a context for people who are not able to just directly hear you say, okay, here's what it is. And, and they get hung up on, well, I, I don't know how to trust you because you're just saying that and I don't know if you know and blah, 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 like that. People like that. If you, yeah, if you, if you, talk you know how like a really good uh say college professor might tell a really engaging story that illustrates what she's trying to teach the students and then the students go get not only interested in listening to more of it but they get the connection of oh so this story i get it you know this story teaches what the teacher's you know teaching us and Mm. so this part you're it's very good. It, it can it can find the story that illustrates what you know to be true, and 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 then you can tell it as a story. Then it's not a, a people don't get defensive because you're not trying to you know you're not sermonizing and you're not you know b- pounding the Bible over their head or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it's and and they don't have to accept that. See, a lot of people are in competition that if somebody's teaching them, that means they're better than they are. They know more, right. they're better, and they're more right, and they don't want to go there. So by telling a story, oh, it's not, there's no threat. It's, they're not, you're not trying to teach them. They're just learning if they're willing. 
if they get interested mm. enough, they start to learn for themselves. And you don't have to be the one to make them learn. All right. right. Well, thank you for calling in on the thank show. Thank you so much. You're, You're welcome. Very welcome. I'd like to call on, we only have a minute or so, but uh, I'd like to call on Dana in Sedona, Arizona. Well, hello, guys. Hey, Dana. Dana in Sedona. Hey. It's a rhyme. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm going yes. to change my name, uh, by the way, to Dana Green, 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 Green. Yes, yeah, that's, you know, uh, like the seventh generation green uh, person. (laughs) Yes, you got a lot of green, and you're coming out of a, uh, like, hibernation. And uh, (laughs) you're like the bear coming out of hibernation. And and when a bear comes out of hibernation, usually the first thing they do, what do they do, you know? they they go out to look for food, <laughs> right? And so you're coming out of this hibernation to look for food, nutrition in in your beingness, you know who you really are. And uh, uh, actually, you're bringing in a lot of new light that that's been sleeping, and you're uncovering all the moss from it, and and going okay. Oh, that's the, what the green is. It's all the moss that grew, you know, while you were hibernating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, your creativity is kicking on more, and and you're always been one that's interested in learning new stuff. And now you're able. You've broke through the space where you're willing to look at this part of yourself without condemnation and without criticism. Because it doesn't require that. It doesn't have any of that in truth. And you had to, the hibernation was, was kind of letting that pain go, go off so that you can really get to the real you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Makes oh, well, sense. Mm-hmm. You're very welcome, Dana. We're getting to the end of our show. So we certainly appreciate all of you joining us today. And I wanted to... Uh, put a shout out to Monica and Melissa and Susan, who we didn't get to talk to today, but, but next maybe time. next time. All right. We hope you all gained each gained some new insights and perspectives today about your aura as your creative self-expression. Be sure to join us next Wednesday to explore your psychic communication. It's a lot more than what you say. Remember, too, to join us for our next teleclass this Saturday, December 12th, from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time on creating recreation energy work for R&R and fun. And that's part of our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think series, open to everyone. Check our website or call our office at 530-926-2650 and talk to Noel for details or to sign up. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We will see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth. 